Hi, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Bevelations, Cocktails and Conversations with Philly's Most Fabulous. Welcome back to another Wednesday interview episode. And I'm here uh, to just do a little disclaimer uh, before the episode. I don't normally have to do this, but this week's guest is my very good friend, Mr. Michael DiPiano, uh, from uh, one of the owners of iCandy. And I know many of you uh, might be wondering if we are going to discuss anything related to the events that uh, were publicized in regards to iCandy over the last year. And that answer is no. And I hope that the listeners respect that I wanted to keep this podcast uh, light and fun and a celebration of people involved in the Philly performance community in all different aspects, performers, business owners, um, people who support performers. And I think that's what Michael does. Um, Eye Candy is a venue that employs a diverse group of performers. And I respect Michael and I respected his wishes to not speak to about that subject. So I want to, everyone to just enjoy another fun episode where we dish and we kiki and we talk about um, the performance scene here in Philly. And I think it's a fun interview. And he's very excited about the upcoming Eye Candy anniversary this weekend. And I am as well. I will be working uh, in a couple different capacities for that. So uh, whether you agree or disagree, I... Um, I think it was a smart choice to keep things um, fun and entertaining. And I invite you to enjoy this episode of Bevelations. Bye. Today, we are joined by Michael DePiano, previously known as Michael Probe and sometimes known as Helen. He has been a part of the Philly neighborhood for 10 years. He's been a patron of the bars, a bartender, a manager, an audience member, a producer, a, fucking day, I always fuck, a producer of shows, and now the co-owner of a nightclub, which pulls from all those experiences. Michael is currently working on his fourth redesign project at iCandy, along with his husband, Daryl, who GC, what the fuck is GC, General Contract? Contract. That's how butch I am. The job. He's an animal lover, motorsports enthusiast, and loves to travel. He also dabbles in cooking and mixology. His favorite things are his pets, his Jeep, Paris Hilton, his close circle of friends, <laughs> drag queens, and his husband. Not in that order, of course. Please welcome Michael. That is a fucking like Tinder profile that you just sent me, bitch. So I wanted to write a bio, <laughs> and I don't really... I don't know. I don't really talk about myself that well, often. I'm more of a listener, well, that's a I guess you could say. Because I'm used to dealing with... <laughs> first of all, I do applaud you for sending me a bio yes. because unlike other bitches who are just like, I don't know, I just link something up. You know who I am. Check my Facebook. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking Satine Harlow. So welcome. Welcome to my home. Thank you for having me. You're having me. the official um, Bevelations podcast cocktail, yep. which is I'm Franzia with an ice cube. I'm having the Judy. You're having the Judy. That's yep. what we call it. Although I said she would never drink a, a crisp white. That's too I dry know, for her. She loves 
loves a good Moscato. So uh, moments before us recording this, this is the first podcast where I have my dogs back, yeah. and my dog did, did just decide to welcome you to our home by pissing on the rug. Yes, so, yes. In true Bev fashion, this it's is why we can't have nice things. Literally a warm welcome. A wet <laughs> literally warm, warm, a warm welcome. Warm welcome. That is now we can the, the smell of fantastic and yes. resolve wafting over from the yes. uh, from the carpet. So I'm welcome. actually flattered. I walked <laughs> I walked in the door. I was purchased a drink basically. Somebody bought me a drink and then I was peed and on. You were peed. So you're, it's like you're at the bike so, stop. Yeah, it's perfect. Just, it's, it's like a Wednesday night. night at the bike stop. It's vice night basically. <laughs> vice night. I wouldn't go. I have not. I, I mean, I wouldn't know. I haven't gone. I'm a Christian woman. Oh, I enjoy. So this place. is a very lengthy bio. So let's start um, <laughs> at the very beginning. A very good place to start, as I say. Sure. Uh, where are you from? I'm from Northeast Philadelphia. Why did I think you were from New Jersey? So I live in New Jersey. Oh, but you're not from New so, Jersey. So, you know, best of both worlds, as they say. say. <laughs> where, in North, where in North Philly? Uh, northeast, uh, Parkwood. Kind of by like what's, what's Franklin Mill. Oh, okay. Is that close uh, to Bridesburg ish? Uh, no. No. Okay. Uh, That's all to, I know. It's fucking uh, well, Sutton you know, my, my mom's in Ben Salem, which is technically mm. the suburbs. And then okay, I've done shows side. in Ben Salem, yeah. so that's fun. Yeah. Okay. And then. Um, Where'd you go to school? Tell tell us about your your upbringing. Um, you know, I went to Catholic. We're trying school. to make you interesting here. I'm trying to be interesting. The wine's gonna help. Um, I went to Catholic. School. Do you want to do some shots? I got I got Ooh. I got whiskey over there. Oh yeah, we'll see on the refill. Uh, I went to Catholic school. I was class president all through high school. Oh, so she was an overachiever, mm-hmm. yeah. like a good yeah. old homosexual. So was I. And then uh, yeah, it kind of all went downhill after that. I'd say. <laughs> Did you go to college? I did. I went to Temple University. Okay. Majored uh, in? I majored in undecl- undeclared, undecided. <laughs> it was one of them. You can make... Did you graduate? So, well, I didn't graduate. Oh, okay. I was like, can you, it, can you graduate without became, a major? It became time to declare after a couple of years a yeah. major, and I just didn't. You were like, no, nah, I'm good. I, you know, I dabbled in a lot of stuff, um, different design classes, and then I wanted to be an architect, and then a landscape architect, and then I wanted to be in marketing, and then I got a job. Nice. Effie, I swear to God, if you go over there and pee again, I'm going to fucking murder you. If you pee on Sorry, we're talking to my dog who just decided to wander across the room who just pissed on the carpet. Anyways, this this might be a podcast first. I will murder a dog on, on camera wow. or on microphone. <laughs> Oh, and there's no cameras. I promise. Um, we, we took Christ. the we took those down there for. I didn't left. sign a waiver. <laughs> you didn't get my ironclad non-disclosure <laughs> agreement, like RuPaul's Drag Race. Uh, okay, so um, well, I can't judge you because I was a theater major okay. and graduated with a bachelor's in theater that I now use <clears throat> to be a drag queen okay. and manage a dental office. Great. So you know, life yeah. choices, as Tatiana would say. Choices. choices. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Well, you are. You're using your your landscaping and your architecture and shit. You you mentioned that you. I yeah. Are I definitely now use building shit. And yeah. Okay. Yeah, everything that I've learned, I definitely use, whether it be at home or you know for other people or at work and stuff. Effie, like leave him alone. This is gonna be a new like feature is, where I just yell at yell at things. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So after after college, you then then you became a bartender. Yeah, I got. Well, I was always uh, I always served different restaurants and diners and stuff, and I got into bartending actually <coughs> up in New Hope. Um, I bartended where actually I am a current title holder, which I will. Oh, she's a title holder. Yes, I will. Oh, so there's two title holders in the apartment. There right are. Now. Yes. Three, if you count pissing his dog in the goddamn room. So yeah. Get her a sash. <laughs> there's one upstairs. <laughs> um, what title is that that you have? Uh, well, I actually am Mr. Hold on. It's been a while. It's been so. It's years. very clear, close to your heart. Is it's, what you're saying. It's Mr. 
New Hope Gay USA, 2011. <laughs> 2011. <laughs> However, there was never another. Was, say, was there? Are you the the, the last? Yeah. Um, so I would say current reigning. <laughs> Would be the correct you, term. <laughs> exactly. Until another bitch takes it from you, you right. are the current rating. Yes. I don't give a fuck. Um, what? Sometimes. So what does one have to do to be Mr. New Hope um, USA Classy? Well, currently, I, currently, I really don't have to do anything. I just sometimes I wear the sash around my house when I sweat for and I cry. <laughs> but um, what did you have to do to win to it? To win it? Uh, so there was like uh, a talent portion. There was what was your talent? Question and answer. Just like a normal. Uh, so I. I took a tire off my car in the parking lot and I brought it inside and then I seductively plugged the tire. Are you fucking kidding? I'm not kidding. Like it was <laughs> Are you kidding? What? Like like I spit on the hole and like reamed oh my, it. Michael it was really Depp. wild. Oh, yeah. No, my well that was God. Michael Probe. You oh, know? but still I didn't she, I didn't know you that. Oh, yeah. so she's become a classy woman yeah, now. She was classier she's, under her last name. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay. You could say so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you started bartending. I yeah. Guess, so I, I ran. I ran for that as I was bartending up in New Hope at the Nevermore, which mm-hmm. is now a Ramada. <gasps> nice. Uh, I worked nice. a little bit at the Raven, but just the commute was kind of crazy. So I ended up. I knew Daryl and his boyfriend at the time uh, that were opening Eye Candy back when it was 12th Air Command. Okay. And had gone in there. So it went from 12th Air right to Eye Candy? Yeah. So Daryl had owned it for a couple of months before transitioning over into Eye Candy. Okay. Um, and I knew Daryl before then. So I came on <coughs> with the renovation crew um, starting the construction of Eye Candy. And then okay, kind of went from there. Okay. And um, and you are now a married lady. I so am. congratulations! Thank you got you. married. It was not too uh, long ago. Almost two years ago. Two years ago. Almost. Yeah. And you got married at the Lowe's. I did. Yes. The I was. We weren't friends yet, so I won't be bitter that I wasn't invited. Okay. But um, <laughs> you recently you could have crashed like, it like half of Philadelphia <laughs> if you would have liked. <laughs> I could have just hidden under Mimi's dress, um, or under Brooklyn's chins. Um, oh, oh just kidding. Well, lover. Uh, not really. Um, but you you were like when <laughs> Trump was here and there was all that fucking protesting a month or two yes. ago. You were like, of course, at the fucking like, hotel the that fucking I got gay married. I got married, sure. <laughs> Again. So, you know, they took a lot of our, they asked for a lot of our wedding pictures to start to promote to gay couples and stuff like that, but I'm just going to imagine at this point that that didn't really work out very well for them. <laughs> <laughs> they had to like place a little table. But they have, well, they have like gay things. I think they just had like the gay uh, bingo thing this past week. Well, isn't like the, isn't the 12th that's... Street like pool like being renovated? So you go to the Lowe's if you oh, want yeah, to use the pool. Back in the day when I used to go to the gym, yeah, uh, it used to be 12th sister. Street. And I know they have a satellite location in the Lowe's. Okay. So I just remember I hearing that the pool is like under renovation. So you have to go to the Lowe's if you want to use the pool, which uh, like the gay gym sends you to the hotel <laughs> to use the pool. That just sounds. I bet. I bet the rich old men you who are planning a, a nice day in the sauna love that shit. Yes. Yes. Love that shit. Yes. So um, now you mentioned in your uh, lengthy three-page bio about a lovely lady by the name of Helen. Would you Helen. Like to, would you like to talk about about Helen? Well, you know, Helen knows the owner, as they say, <laughs> uh, and that's how that all came about. Uh, you'll have I to send, you'll have I to don't send wanna... me a picture of Helen so I can include it in my little montage. Oh, sure. So uh, that people can have a visual. <laughs> a vis- she is a visually stunning creature. 
I, I wouldn't, I, you know, I'm friends with too many drag queens to call Helen a drag queen. Do you paint your own face or does someone paint your face Helen for you? Helen does not paint her own okay. face. She <laughs> well, actually, that's at least you know, a step in the right direction. And, you know, I don't I like to, I'm a Halloween queen, as uh-huh. they say, or yeah. like special occasions. But, you know, I really do enjoy, uh, I enjoy drag a lot. I'm, I have no time for being a drag queen. Like, I have too much stuff going on. And you enjoy, and like, and you enjoy facial hair. And I enjoy Although my nowadays, hair. that's not really, you, you can be a beauty just queen. just glitter it up. Yeah. yeah, true. But no, I actually really do like seeing what I look like when different people paint me. Uh-huh. Like, it's really crazy the mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. That it makes. I've had a couple different people. Like, Satine has painted me, yeah. and Mimi painted me one time. Who else painted me? I've asked Brooklyn, but she never has. But it's like weird when you I, see yeah, like, I someone asked else's Bro- face I asked Brooklyn, and she was like, "Well, if you don't shave your eyebrows, I'm not doing it." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> Satine's always Brooklyn free, Ford so. is whom we're speaking of." Shout out to Brooklyn Ford. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, "Well, Satine's always free, so she'll do it." Um, <laughs> Satine's <laughs> Madeline Ashton goes to the opening of an envelope. Uh, Satine Harlow goes to the opening of an envelope. <laughs> oh, Satine uh, is near and dear to my heart. Well, we'll get to Satine Harlow. Don't you worry. So, um, so now Helen is she just she's just the one name queen or her, she? Helen? So her name is Helen Hunty uh, legally. <laughs> Helen Hunty. Uh, which but I, my you good did girl. post on Facebook that you were so, thinking about going down. to You know, just one I was name. thinking about it because I was looking at maybe getting some fancy rhinestone jewelry with her name on it. <laughs> For her next appearance, <laughs> nice, uh, and it would have been cheaper and you know yeah, more exactly. efficient. That's why three fucking letters in my name, yep. B E V. There you go. Yep, that's when I checked in downstairs. They were like, "Who are you coming to see?" And I was like, "Bev," and they're like, "Bev who?" I was like, "Bev Curly." <laughs> They were like, and they were like, just, just. You're go. like, oh, the just, drag queen in 606 North just, who keeps just, having wigs and shit sent to his apartment. Yep. Meanwhile, I'm me. standing there with like a bottle, not even in a bag, and she's like, just, just go, <laughs> just, just go. go wherever you're going. Don't. Literally, the doorman <laughs> in my building. I posted it on Facebook like a couple weeks ago. Was a, he handed me another Amazon box, and like it had, I forget, it had like some like name brand of wherever it was coming from. He's like, that more lady stuff. And I was like. <laughs> Yes, yes, this is more lady stuff. What tipped you off? When I walk to and from in the lobby in, like, various states of drag, out of drag, bare feet with a wig in my hands, yes, I'm a classy lady. So our, used to our post office woman in New Jersey who recently got replaced with a different post office woman, but the one we had before, she was always annoyed at all the stuff we would get sent, and I ordered a very large, uh, can I say dildo on a podcast? <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> So we have a we have a work Pollyanna every year where it's like twenty five bucks and like just get the craziest thing. So I ordered this giant dildo off of Groupon and it came. Wait, <laughs> that's, wait. that's the best part. You can order dildos on Groupon. Groupon after dark. Let me tell you, they have all kinds. Of, well, I don't think it's officially called Groupon <laughs> after dark. My Christian sensibilities. <laughs> it's an underground term, but so it was delivered. <laughs> I've only ever seen Groupon for like, well, for, for like drag brunch and for like tickets to Bonnie Raitt. Oh, but you can also pick up a dildo or two while you're at it. So Perfect. it was delivered and it wasn't actually in any type of packaging. It was you in have a those... dildo machine in the fucking lobby this of your building. Before then, oh, and okay. those are expensive okay. dildos. This was a Pollyanna dildo. There's <laughs> okay. a difference. So it was delivered in a one of those bubble wrap envelopes, but there was no packaging. Like the post office one was holding it like a dildo and like shaking it at me at my front door. Like, but I answered it. She was like, 
she knew we like we both knew it was a dildo, especially the way she was shaking it at me, and she just was like, "Just here." That's hysterical. Yeah, long time like back when I was first starting to do drag here in Philly. I don't know if I've ever told this story. I had a friend um, when I moved here for my birthday who thought it would be funny to give me a twenty-five dollar gift card to Danny's Leather oh. Lounge. I'm like Prudence McPrude when it comes to to anything like sexually related. Sure, and Christian um, woman exactly. Yeah, and. I was like, what the fuck am I going to use this for? So fast forward to like when I was first starting to do Bev, I came up with this funny idea to do And I'm Telling You I'm Not Going, but like singing it to a dildo, you're the best man I've ever known. So I uh, had to go buy a dildo. Sure. So I'm like, well, I've got my $25 gift card. Burning I'm going to go. In your purse. So I like you go that. into Danny's like in full like <laughs> if, I, if I had a headscarf, I would have been wearing it like in full like Anastasia Beaverhausen from uh, Will and Grace, like yes. big sunglasses, my hood up like the fucking Unabomber. And I find like the biggest most obnoxious dildo that I could find and it was like $23.99 so yeah. I was like perfect <laughs> so I like take it like nonchalantly up to the, the register and then the guy rings it up and I hand him a gift card and he's like oh this is quite a gift to buy yourself and I was like it's a prop it's a prop I'm just using it as a prop. And he like put it in the plastic, the black plastic bag, and I like yeah. ran out of there with my tail between my legs. You're like, it's a hoagie while you're walking <laughs> down the street. <laughs> well, I lived literally behind Elvez at the time, so I like had to run past the people like eating their guacamole out front of Elvez. Knocking over margaritas <laughs> with it as you run past. Well, so I run past with my giant dildo. Well, that's fine. We're, we're 15 minutes in. We're already talking about dildos. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. So, well, that's fun. Um, so when do we expect Helen to make another appearance? Um, so Helen, she's very busy uh, with donkey shows down in Mexico right now. <laughs> donkey shows. Uh, but she is typically a Halloween queen. Oh, okay, so just Halloween. Yeah, I mean, sometimes fun stuff comes along and she decides to, <coughs> you know, okay. show up uninvited. Now, you put here under your favorite things, Paris Hilton. I love Paris, Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton, Michael, honey. I mean, what? That's what, fine. What you know? What don't you love about Paris Hilton? <laughs> what do I love? <laughs> um, Stars are blind is kind of catchy. Stars are blind is catchy. That's not bad. Um, has Helen ever performed Stars are blind? She hasn't. You, I was, the, I was she's like performed the Kim Kardashian album. song before though. Kim Kardashian has a song. Kim Kardashian does have a song. It's way less honest than any of Paris Hilton's music. <laughs> way less. <laughs> <laughs> Michael. But oh my yeah, in front of my mother, and I showered myself with money on the voyeur stage. Yeah. What is Kim Kardashian's song called? It is. Uh, it's called I, I Jam. Parentheses. Turn it up. End parentheses. Jan. Jam. Jam. Oh, it's a Jan, like Jan Brady. Turn it up. Similar. Similar. <laughs> I, you need to fucking catch up. I'm on my second oh cocktail. My Wow. Okay. Um, well, you're already establishing that you have horrible taste, so let's keep going. Yeah. Um, so where in New Jersey do you live now? I live in South Jersey. South Jersey, the in, land uh, of no left turns. Uh, that's exciting. Yeah, very the, few left turns. The land of the jug handle. That's that, That's why some Maria Top Cat's talent is uh, she when she wins things is that she can turn left because <laughs> in New Jersey no one can fucking do that. <laughs> Yes, I jug handle at least once a day. And you're a motorsports enthusiast. I'm yes, sure the that people was... that listen to this Philadelphia drag-based podcast yeah. would love to hear about your um, your uh, enthusiasm, enthusiasm towards for motor- motorsports. <laughs> that was like a broad... I was trying to keep it short. That was like a broad uh-huh. term. Um, okay. 
Yeah, I've just so I've grown up around uh, different types of sports cars, okay. antique cars, jeeps, trucks, stuff like that. I really enjoy okay. working on them as a hobby. Aren't you butch? Yeah. Aren't you butch? Going I can, to, like, I can jump start a car and I can change I can change a tire. That's about as uh, butch as that, Those are as important things. And I've had to do both of those things in drag one time. I so. just had to jump start my husband's car because he left the flashers on two days ago or three days. Mm, a couple days ago, yeah, he was not able to successfully do it, so it does come in handy. Well, thank yeah. God he has a nice little house husband like you running around. See that? So, um, let's pause because I need another cocktail. I'll be right back. Bye. Bye. And we're back. Bye. Effie, lay the fuck down. No. So I have, I am having a lovely vodka and. Um, Pomegranate green tea because I'm uh, I went to Trader Joe's this week. I was and gonna I say, like are you on a bougie. cleanse? Or you know, I felt geez. like being a bougie lady. All right, all right. There's the ice yeah. that everyone's used to. Okay, so um, you mentioned that you've been renovating uh, the the deck at we I have. Candy. We so have. We have. You got I'm your little dirty. anniversary coming up here that you're here promoting. So oh, let's yeah. let's talk about that shit. Uh, our sixth anniversary celebration is April fifteenth this year. Uh, we completely renovated the new rooftop deck. Mm-hmm. It has a new name. It's no longer the Baja Tiki deck. It is now the top deck uh, with a nautical theme. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Like you're so, on the love boat. I love it. Yes, similar. Yes. I'll, be, I'll be the cruise director. I love it. Yeah. And you have a big party with... Uh, we for, do. Tell us about your special guests. We have some special... Other than myself. Well... Beverly is one of our special <laughs> guests. <Just kidding. laughs> um, we're going to be bringing in uh, Alyssa Edwards and Shangela and Michelle Visage. Nice. And then a bunch of local talent also. It's it's a really fun event for us. It's like our community give back. Like we do our VIP event, which is like invite only for like local people, mm-hmm. good customers, friends, family. It's like a thank you for like... You've gotten us through 51 Saturdays this year. Here's our Saturday to give back to you. Mm. It's open bar. There's food, entertainment, nice. stuff like that. Um, That's fun. Now, be honest. Um, what are your experiences like working with uh, Alyssa Edwards? Because I've heard so I've heard mixed <laughs> things. I've also experienced personally mixed things. So I get this question from anybody who knows that I've worked with her before. So uh-huh. this is my second time booking her. And I have to say the first time I had her, she was great. Okay. She was like, the only thing I could say is she was definitely late. Yeah. Uh, but like uh, with working with any of the girls that I work with at this point, I'll be like, oh, your call time is ten o'clock. When you want them there at eleven thirty. When I want them there at eleven, exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because um, yeah, I've I worked with her back when Josh brought her years ago for back when she was on her first season. Okay. And um, like. She changed her flight four times. Oh. She like made him change her hotel because she wasn't gonna like be able to check into the other hotel <laughs> and get to the venue in enough time oh, for the yeah. show. Like she was a sweetheart, but yeah, um, yeah she certainly was a little. <laughs> and this was yeah. before like so, she blew up as Alyssa's secret right. and all stars Alyssa and all right. this other shit. It was just when she was just one of the girls on the show. So yeah, typically, I mean, I drive myself insane whenever we do out of town girls, which is the second Friday of every month at iCandy Nightclub. I love that you're speaking 
softer and softer as you get closer and closer to the microphone. I'm, I'm not used to this microphone. <laughs> Speak up, Alice! Um, so, yeah, so I, so whenever we have the out-of-town girls, I typically like to take care of everything myself, and it usually drives me insane that night, but the night runs more smooth. Because your husband hates drag queens. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't hate drag does queens. Not. I've been at plenty of shows <laughs> with your husband where he's like, I, to, I, I told him, like, you know that scene in The Simpsons where, like, it looks like Homer's paying attention, and then, like, the camera pans up to his head, and it's like, it's like you're just like going over like NASCAR scores in your head, aren't you? He is way more into drag than he was before we were together. Um, that one day, it's like y'all had been at brunch, and then oh like god, we did three drag shows on one Sunday fun day. It was like drag brunch, then it was like Miss Amateur Latage pageant, uh-huh. and then we went to Sinful, and he was just like, can like, like I, I just love need to, like, you, but please take me home. <laughs> I just need to like. I need to throw a football or, like, play golf or something. Yeah. Um, he, you know, he actually likes drag a lot more now that we're together and I take him to see different types of shows. Before, he would just kind of see drag, like, whatever shows right. came through yeah. wherever he was. And I'm like, no, like, you need to go to, like, some of these casted shows or some of these competitions that have, like, sick people and yeah. stuff like that. And, like, you'll... Yeah. My dad... Um, like, he's always been cool with the gay thing, but, like, the drag thing is just, like, one bridge too far. <laughs> yeah. But, like, I when we I did a few shows in Baltimore when I was still living here, and Mom would, like, bring make my dad come along. And you could just tell by the end of the night, he's like, all right, let's go. Let's go. I, got, I, need, to, I go. need to go. To, I need to go some, do, some, <laughs> do something manly. Like, this is just too much. Yeah. It's just too much. Um, so you are certainly, you said in your in your bio well, that you are a drag fan. I am. And can I, I personally. Can I, do a com- can I pause you and do a comparison for our fathers? Okay. So at, uh, my father loves drag queens. Mm. At my wedding, I got feedback like weeks like you know like wedding planning and all that shit was just I was a I was groomzilla I literally threw <laughs> a rug at our wedding coordinator an hour before the wedding and my husband to be at the time was just standing there staring at me and his best man was like whatever you do to calm him down you need to go do it and my husband was like I'm not fucking talking to him he just threw a rug at that lady <laughs> Throw so a rug like, at a woman. Perfect. Yeah, well, that was uh, near her. I didn't hit her. Um, <laughs> went past her. She got the point. The rug was gone. Perfect. We didn't have to stand on the rug. <laughs> but so I get like these, I, you know, I get the pictures back. Like they take forever to get your pictures back after the ceremony and all. And I'm like, my dad has a picture with like every drag queen that's there. And like the more time that goes by, I have different people telling me like, oh my God, like how's your dad? Like he took me back to his room and we had like a couple natty lights and we did shots like during stuff. Natty lights. My dad is the natty light. Oh, I'm from Maryland. Yeah. Like, he's, he's, he's the Philadelphia rep. I'm pretty sure oh, for natty okay. light. Right. Nice. Yes. Nice, he's nice, like nice. married tonight still to this day. He's like, how's your dad doing? Like, what? <laughs> Like, different people all the time. Like, your dad, like... That's funny. It was like, oh, come over to the bar. Let me buy you a shot. I Recently, somebody who... Remind me when I see you. Was like, yeah, your dad, like, at your wedding was like, oh, like, let me buy you a shot. And I was like, isn't it open bar? But he was <laughs> like, yeah, but still, I'll get it for you. But... That's funny. He's a big fan of the drags. That's awesome. Yeah. Because you had, for those who aren't aware, you, like... 
a lot of the local girls came to your wedding in yes. drag. Yes. Now, did they perform or they just came in? No, attended? they just came. Oh, fun. Yeah. Fun. Yeah, my mom, it's so funny. She's, everyone loves her. She, everyone thinks she's so funny. She will be, I love you to death, dude. She will be a bitch when it comes to being an audience member at a drag show. She now thinks that, A, she makes me reserve her seat because she doesn't want to be there. She used to, like, get there right as the doors open so she could get, like, the best seats. Now she's like, just put a sign on the seat for me. <laughs> okay, Jude, I will put a sign. You can get like, a little plaque. And then, and then if we're starting late, all of a sudden I'll get, it, I'll get past the aggressive text where it's like, 20 minutes late. <laughs> 25 minutes late. 30 minutes late. I'm like, Mom, you fucking tell Mimi that we're 30 minutes late. I don't have any control. And now her new thing is, if someone's number goes on too long, she'll text me. Oh she'll text God. me while they're performing and be like, this number is too long. It's too much. This number is too, too long. They need to cut this number off. I'm like, I'm sorry, Jude. Are we keeping you from something? Are we keeping you from uh, getting a refill on your Franzia? Yeah. Like, seriously? I wish I did drag sometimes just so I could see my mom's face. Um, she's only seen me in drag once, which for, like, a fundraiser at Voyeur that we did, uh-huh. uh, my friend Kevin put it together, and Brittany Lynn was the host. It was, like... It had to be, like, five years ago, maybe, at this point. It was for, like, Mazzoni, Mana, and uh, Attic Youth, I believe, for the three charities. And it was, like, amateur drag. Anybody who worked at the bars in the neighborhood came together and did it. Were you in town then no. for that? No. no. It was I'm, really cool. I moved here. Well, it'll be five years in August. But when I, like, first moved here, I didn't really go out or do much because I didn't know anybody. Yeah. It was a really was cool event. Uh, Kevin Keehan put it together. He lives in Vegas now. Uh, but it was, like... We, it was, like, all, like, the people that don't do drag from all the bars came together and did drag, and we raised, like, $5,000 or something. Oh, wow. It was really awesome. That's awesome. Brittany Lynn hosted it, and I'm it was, sorry. like... Just kidding. Love you, Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> I love Past guest Brittany Lynn. Check out her podcast, available on Bevelations on iTunes. <laughs> so we all got together, and, like, we did, like, solo numbers and, like, whatever, and, like, my mom came down with a couple of her friends, and, like, we... I did... I ended up, like, helping... Helping organizing helped organizing it with mm-hmm. Kevin because like that's kind of my area of specialties, mm-hmm. and uh, I ended up doing like a solo number, a number with him, and then like a group number. Mm-hmm. I've like never performing in drag before. Oh wow! So it and was. What was the group number? So the group number was. <laughs> if you say something, fair, fucking Paris Hilton, I'm gonna no you. worse. It was Lady Marmalade. <laughs> <laughs> And it was me. When it comes to drag queens and group numbers, there's like fucking four yeah. to choose from. Lady Marmalade, any B, uh, Destiny's Child song. Yeah. Uh, Spice Girls. Spice Girls. <laughs> or um, in Vogue, Never Gonna Get It. Yes. Yeah. And it was, uh, so we started the sh- so the way the show ran, it was like we'd, everybody who did group numbers or more people than just us went first. And then it was like your solos were like at the end. So our group number was Lady Marmalade. It was me. <laughs> Which one were you? Wait. <laughs> I was Christina, obviously. Okay, excuse me. <laughs> so it was me. Excuse me. Miss Ty, who's my favorite yes, person. Yes, I in love Miss Ty. Oh my god, world. I need to fucking have Miss Ty on you this podcast. Because Miss, Sh- I just shut the fuck Ms. up. Miss Ty I'm is unique because she is. She will tell you how it is, <laughs> baby. That's it. That's who she you will do. call you baby and say hello <laughs> and then shoot like the meanest side eye and I fucking live for it. I've you need to get the cameras it. installed I, by I, I do. <laughs> I need a YouTube feature at that point. So it was me, Miss Ty, Kevin Keen, and Tommy Hare was pink. Tommy obviously. Hare. I don't know who that is. Tommy um, McNamee. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crystal. Um, 
Yeah. We, all, we call each other our girl names. I don't no, know people's fucking I, boy I names. I have boy names, girl names. There are I girls that everybody. I've worked with for years. People like to call Mary tonight her boy name. I'm like, who the fuck is that? That's Mary. <laughs> like, we don't call each other our goddamn boy names. Yeah. Although my mother insists on calling me Andrew. People were cracking yeah. up at brunch this week because my mom kept being like, Andrew, Andrew. I'm like, mom. I'm dressed as a woman. Please just call me Bev. Please. That's like DJ Drew. I call him Andrew. His DJ name is Drew Tracks. Yeah. Same way. He's like, my name is Drew Tracks. Come on. Seriously. Yeah. My mom's like, I gave you that name at birth. It's the best one. Okay, Judy. So, so yeah, uh, we did all our group numbers, and then I did my solo number, which was at the end, and it was Kim Kardashian, and I was so fucked up. <laughs> And like the start, if you've ever I'm seen make it, you, I need to tell you something like fucking like Ethel Merman or something <laughs> or some fucking like Patty. So LaPone, the way the song to... goes, it's like the music video is like her crawling through like a warehouse, like soaking wet on all fours and like a one piece. And I was like, I'm gonna emulate that. So <laughs> here's me crawling out on the old voyeur stage, oh, God. and my mom is front. Was it, Wait. Was it the old setup along the side? No, it was like the dollhouse. Yeah, the dollhouse setup on the side. Where it goes okay. along the, the side. Yeah. And of course my mom is front and center in a table with like two of her girlfriends. I love you, Rose. I'm sorry. Mom's name is Rose. <laughs> yeah. Love it. I love it. I love it. And like, here comes me like a hundred drinks deep and I'm on all four <laughs> in like a black mini trying to crawl to Kim Kardashian out the thing. And people are tipping me. And I think I was so drunk at the time. Like I couldn't even get up. I was just throwing the money on myself because all the tips and stuff went to charity. Uh-huh. So like uh, there were people were like throwing shit tons of money at us. So I was just like <laughs> tossing it around in the air. That's classy. And uh, yeah, that's the only time my mom seen me in drag. <laughs> so I feel like I need to redeem myself. You probably should. We'll get you a One nice day. We'll get you a nice evening down. A nice Christian We'll have number. you come out and do a nice ballad. Have yep. you a nice Whitney or Mariah yeah. ballad. It'll be nice. Yeah. Well, that's fun. So, um, you are, as you said, an avid drag uh, enthusiast and supporter. I personally would like to thank you for providing Satine Harlow with a place to steal brand new costumes, <laughs> brand new wigs, uh, an endless supply of other people's clothes yeah. and hair she, and makeup. Uh, <laughs> Love yeah. you, Satine. Satine <laughs> is the reason that I was late today, because I was oh. Trying oh, wow. to leave, but then she was. She stopped me to talk to me about some you audition. Had to go get checked because she gave you some of her. She was telling me about. She was putting an audition tape together. I think it was for hoarders from our fucking for, for dressing I room. I was pregnant. <laughs> her audition tape for I didn't know I was pregnant. Um, I was talking to her and did a shot and came by. Yes. Um, no, Satine's great. I just need her to move out of my dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> She'll post a new picture in, like, a different leotard. And then I'll text you. I'll be like, thank you. I'm like, Satine's been shopping again. I mean, she hasn't. I mean, she's she's going to see Power Rangers tonight, which she told me. And I'm like, you are a Power Ranger. You have all, all my, my colored leotards. leotards at this point. It's true. It's true. And a pink cowboy hat. A pink child's of cowboy course, hat. Of course. That's hysterical. Yeah. Uh, so... Uh, so as we're winding down here, um, so you anything else you want to tell us about the the um, eye candy anniversary party tickets they can buy online? I'm assuming tickets or? are on Eventbrite right now for the uh, for the meet and greets and the bottle services and different things like that. But mm-hmm. there'll be you know cover at the door to get in. Okay. Um, the eight to ten parties invite only for like I said before. Oh, invite only. all of our you know regular customers, Your friends, Your families. VIPs. It's like a first look at. The new space that we do and you'll stuff get like to, that. You'll get to um, take shots out of Alyssa Edwards' overbite. So that'll be... <laughs> <laughs> Zero comment. 
<laughs> Just kidding. Love her. Um, so let's, while we're winding down here, um, I always do like a little 20 questions at the end, and you're not a performer. Sure. But um, let's say, what's your favorite... I won't ask who your favorite drag queen is because you won't answer me and then my feelings will be hurt. But um, <laughs> what's like your favorite uh, drag performance that you've ever seen? My favorite drag performance that I've ever seen. Oh, that is hard. Uh, can you edit my long pause? Hold on, let me just. No. Take, I'll just take a sip of my drink. He's thinking. And for someone who doesn't have a, head, a college education, that is hard. I have part of one. <laughs> You can just um, say, like, one that you... Whatever. One of matter. my most favorite... Yeah, I mean, a lot of the Drag Wars performances come to mind as trying to... Like, the group challenges. Yeah. Um, I think the... What was the season where Iris did the Pee Wee Herman mm. number? That was All-Stars 2. All-Stars 2. Maria. And what were the other ones? And Maria's... And who else was in that? I think all, I think all the Foxes were in it. It the was Foxes like... Foxes were in... Yeah, the Foxes were all in that. That was awesome. Um... That whole, that whole, the, all the finalists for that season of Drag Wars, like their finale numbers were like sick. Yeah, they were really good. Yeah, that was definitely. Well, yeah. I mean, there were some people in All Stars who I could have, I could have done without, but we won't say their names. Well, Bella Kane. Um, I don't know her. Future non-guest Bella Kane. Um, um, and but, yeah, I think that okay. that's those are my some of my favorites. Okay. Yeah. And who's your least favorite drag queen? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to start drama. So um, you, as an outside observer, you tend to witness some of the infighting amongst the queens. Yeah, and you could say that. Any any advice as as a bitch from the outside who uh, books us and 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 what you look for when you're booking uh, performers? I tend to look past any of the drama that any of the girls have. I, you know, it's pretty hard, but I, I tend to think that I keep a fairly neutral ground with all the different groups of drag queens. Mm-hmm. I try to keep it very professional. Mm-hmm. And as long as anybody's professional with me, I'll right. be professional with them. Right. And I think that's the most important thing that a lot of people don't really catch on to right away. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to plug? Um, nothing particular. Just okay. you know, come see us every second Friday for oh, yeah. RuPaul Drag. Any Queen. scoops on who the next one is, or no? The next, uh, my next performer that I have out uh, is it, well, she had a scheduling conflict, but from season eight of RuPaul's Drag Race, I have Cynthia Lee Fontaine on April eighth. Oh, nice, Saturday. nice. And then I have the anniversary party the next. Oh, nice. Weekend, and nice. I have Latrice Royale Friday, <gasps> May twelfth. Yes, yeah. I love her. So. Oh, I know what I wanted to ask. Oh you. no! So, how were your experiences with um, season nine stars uh, Pheromone and uh, Kamora Black? Oh my God, I loved both of them when they were on the stage. They were such great performers. You were um, lying through your goddamn teeth. I, I love them both when they I were on Farrah the stage. I heard Pharaoh was terrible. I heard Pharaoh was terrible. On the stage, they were great. <laughs> okay. Kamora is an angel. I uh-huh. love her. I would have her back any day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, Farrah wasn't bad. She was great. Yeah, she was good. Oh, bullshit. Uh, Be honest. No one's she's not going to fucking she, find out. This is, a Phil, this is some local Philadelphia bullshit. No one's going to hear about this. She's a nice girl. She's a nice girl. <laughs> She's <laughs> this is why I need this is why I need a fucking camera so you can see the actual reaction. She's a nice girl. She uh she definitely 
I hope she goes far because she definitely acts like she does. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that she's a little bit of a, of, yeah. a, of a prima donna. But, yeah, I can't say that she was mean or anything like that. She was just, you know. Have you ever dealt with anyone from there that was not? Uh, that was, I've dealt with it. I've witnessed and dealt with a few. Uh, that were that were prima donnas? Well, just were not, like, people that you would ever book again or not. Like. Um, you know, I've booked a lot of RuPaul girls. The only ones that were difficult um, were probably Courtney, uh, and she, and really Courtney was a little difficult and Alaska, but they not, I mean, if I, like if I was putting on a spectrum from, right. but honestly, nobody's ever been oh, okay. really that hard to deal with for me. I mean, okay. I, I tend to like do everything. Like I said, like one-on-one, just me deal with them. And I think they kind of appreciate that type yeah. of personal attention. Yeah. And well, you're also the one signing the checks too. So Right. I sign the checks, but then yeah. I'm also the same person that picks you up at the airport, takes you to the hotel, checks right. you in, like right. picks you up for the gig. So I think they really appreciate the way that I right. handle them and treat them with respect and they give me the same back. Right. Um, yeah. I've witnessed a couple hissy fits and meltdowns. And as one who's not one of the, Pretty girls when it comes. I'm using finger quotes. <laughs> air quotes. Um, I see Air them. quotes. I see um, When working with a lot of the girls, it's funny how they react to, like, cert- like when, for example, at Voyeur, back when we used to do Dollhouse, one week we had Milk and Gia Gunn at the same time. Milk was a sweetheart and talked to everybody. Gia Gunn did not acknowledge my presence. She also yeah. showed up. Too late for the meet and greet, almost too late to go on stage, and only spoke to, like, Satina Brooklyn, and the rest of us uh, were just fucking chopped liver. It was like, yeah, really, bitch? And this was the week that she got eliminated. It was like, really, bitch? You just got eliminated. We all know that you don't fucking win. I just, niceness goes a long way. Yeah. you and know, professionalism. It's, yeah. it's For me, it's like professionalism and how you treat my local queens. Like, the girls that I have book, a lot of the times, like, we spend so much money on these RuPaul girls for these events. Like, you know, you'll look at some of our ticket prices for, like, meet and greets and bottle stars and be like, oh, my God, that's so hot. But it, oh yeah, we really like the only reason that I'm able to do some of these because because being a bar owner, I can make money back on the liquor also. Right. As far as just being a promoter, it's almost impossible to well, that, make money doing it. That's a good. Let's talk about this because this is this is an interesting thing because um, as someone on that end of these girls, like I have booked a few drag race queens for Bitch Fest, but with it being at Taboo and Taboo. The upstairs space can only right. accommodate so many people. Right, right. Like we, I love me some Kasha Davis, and I love me some some um, Jocelyn Fox. They were both great and sweethearts to work with, but we could never have an Alaska or a Katya right. or a Trixie or, or right. anything there because you would never the booking fees for these girls, and it right. gets like each as each season goes on, it, talking yeah, to it people who are and in the know, like a lot of these girls now are asking like six or seven thousand dollars. Yeah, I and mean, you don't even know where the fuck they place. Right. I mean, for us, you know, it's like get uh, it while you can, girl. But Jesus I like Christ. to book the girls that I I just I like to book the girls that I personally like and mm-hmm. I think are good, regardless of where they place. Right. And then I have the freedom of booking a little outside of the budget normally for our anniversary party because it is considered like a community give back. Mm-hmm. We don't make money on that day. Like we right. just like want to throw a big party, have big entertainment, like right. charge a small cover, yeah. make it fun for everybody. Yeah. 
But yeah, people who like aren't in the know when it comes to that kind of stuff are like, why don't you get this person? Right. Why don't you get that person? I don't want to see her. I want to see this person. It's like, well, that person's charging five grand right. for one fucking night where they do two performances. Right. You will never make that back unless right. you. That's why, like back in the days of Voyeur, when they had the cast parties, they could do shit like that because yeah. you can get 600, 700 people in Voyeur right, exactly. and they can make their money back. Yeah. It's just not, That's it's ridiculous it. nowadays, like trying to, and then like us were like, I, hi, I'd like to do it a $75 bucket. Yeah. And so that's the <laughs> thing. So like when I do some of these like regular RuPaul events monthly, it's like the girls that I deal with on a normal basis understand that like, Hey, like I'm breaking even on who I'm booking. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't have a lot of money to really spend on you, like, I'll give you a normal booking fee and you drink right. all night and stuff like that. And a lot of the girls will be like, I really just want to work with that person. such and such person. Yeah. I will work for tips for free and it's awesome. Right. And, like, the way – so then, like, circling back, the way that the girls that we book from out of town treat the girls that I have locally that are really, like, just excited to meet them, want to work with them, like, that says a lot. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, that was a fun little thing for us to talk about because yeah. I've never talked with anyone uh, on that side of the of the um, the equation when it comes to booking these types of of girls. So, Michael, thank you so That's much so for nice. joining me. Thank you for having me here in my beautiful uh, my beautiful penthouse apartment. Yes, yes. Surrounded the, uh, by the village of the damned, watching us with my wigs. I might grab one on my way out I'll the door over my goddamn dead body. <laughs> All right, bye. bye. All right, so that was our interview with Mr. Michael DiPiano, one of the owners of iCandy. I think it was a fun little interview, and if you are listening to this in time, come on out on Saturday night for the iCandy anniversary show starring Alyssa Edwards, Michelle Visage, Shangela, and RuPaul's Drag Race Cycle 72 contestant, me. Uh, join us next week for our interview with the very outspoken Miss Maria Topcat. That interview is a hoot and a half as well. And subscribe to the podcast. You will also get our weekly Monday RuPaul's Drag Race recaps with Brooklyn Ford and Satine Harlow. Follow me on Instagram at It's Bev Bitch. And I will see you all soon. Bye.